Washburn here. And that moment we've been waiting for has finally fucking arrived. Bossy Power Bottom Wear is now officially live on RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I Washburn.com for purchase. Bossy Power Bottom Wear. The gay lifestyle and clothing line that unapologetically describes what it means to live your best gay life and show others through your clothing that you bottom like a boss. Want to know more? Go to RonnieWashburn.com now. That's R-A-O-N-I. Washburn.com and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with bossy power bottom wear. The following is brought to you by Bossy Power Bottom Productions. Oh, fuck yeah. Right fucking there. That's the spot. Yes. Wait, why'd you pull out? What, what's going on? Are you okay? What's happening? Wait, why? You're putting your clothes on. Wait, are you done? Wait, you came? Uh, oh, 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 okay. You came. Okay. Oh, okay. I thought we were just uh, getting started. Okay. Well, okay. Good, good for you. It's a tale as old as time. Picture this. You wake in the morning and first thing you do is grab your phone and check none other than your grinder and to your complete and total surprise. That hot jock top that you've been eyeing on your grinder grid for weeks just so happened to message you and he wants you to come over first thing this morning for a hot fuck session. And you get those little butterflies in your stomach. You're so excited because this guy is so far beyond out of your league and you just don't really know why he wants to fuck you. But you're not asking any questions. You really just want to go over and get fucked by that hot jock top dick. So you wake in the morning. You do your normal ritualistic routine first thing, which is usually to use the restroom, if you know what I mean. You get in the shower. You douche. Uh, Douching takes a little bit longer than you sort of expected because after all, you had Chinese food for dinner last night. And, you know... Your body's not quite cooperating in the way that it once did when you were in your 20s. And after about an hour and a half of frustration in the douching process, you finally feel confident enough to go over to that hot jock top's house. But you're not done just yet. You have to apply various applications of face cream so that you don't look like you just rolled out of bed. You have to do your hair. You have to... Make sure that you're, like, wearing clothes that you didn't wear randomly the other day just in case he saw you out and about on the street. It's like building a fucking goddamn boat to be a fucking bottom, you guys. I'm sure if you're a bottom out there, you probably agree with what I'm saying in this moment. But then you get over to that hot jock tops place. You still have those little butterflies dancing around in your stomach. You walk through the door and he is just as fucking hot as you expected. The body is immaculate. He is just gorgeous and perfect in every way that you could possibly imagine. The confidence just exudes off his aura. You are just ready to get pounded out. And then 
As you go through the motions of having sex, he puts you on all fours on his bed and begins to eat out your ass and goes in for the fucking session. Is he starts pounding you out. You're starting to scream. Everything you wanted and more is all happening in that moment. And the next thing you know, you turn around and he's not only pulled out, but he's putting his clothes back on. And you suddenly realize that that hot jock top really only went about like five minutes of fucking and he already came in your ass and he's putting his fucking clothes back on. What the actual fuck? And it's very clear to you in that moment that you did all of this preparation, all of the hours of building that goddamn bottom boat just so this guy could be that selfish top. So sit back, relax. Put on that condom or pop your prep pill. And let's explore the entire notion of what it means when I say if his body is that hot, chances are he's a selfish top. now listening to my gay expose podcast a show that unperfectly describes what it's like when life has you fucked in the head while being fucked from behind i'm ronnie washburn a writer lgbtq plus community activist self-proclaimed messy loudmouthed, and somewhat semi-passable podcast host Popper sommelier, porn star, fluffer in training, and local San Francisco bossy power bottom that just so happens to be on the left of you on your grinder grid. And this is My Gay Expose Podcast. Ronnie Washburn here. And welcome back to the show that really just is only attracted to that hot jock top that just so happens to be pretty fucking selfish in the bedroom. My Gay Expose podcast. And on this week's expose, we explore the entire notion of what it means when I say the hotter the body, the more selfish the top. And what I mean by that phrase. You guys, I have this theory that the more like good looking a guy is in regards to like stacked body, pretty face, etc., the likelihood of him being a selfish top is much higher than those that are maybe not exactly the most pristine looking individual in today's gay society. And I'll tell you all the reasoning behind why I've come up with this theory and why I think that this is actually a real fucking thing in San Francisco. We'll talk about why I feel many of these selfish tops do what they do in cities such as San Francisco specifically because, after all, it's like swimming in a sea of goddamn bottoms here, as I've stated so many times on this show. And so for that reason, I feel like tops think that they can get away with it more. And we'll go into all the reasons why with that. We'll actually talk about what I specifically do when I encounter one of these sexual interactions with a hot jock top who ends up trying to pull the selfish card and how I combat that situation in 
that moment. And you might be a little surprised at how I handle the scenario. And you guys, really, I just want to kind of know, like, have you ever experienced a selfish top moment? And what did you do? And really, I just want to hear from you, the listeners, the situation and just explain how it went down. That's the question that was asked this week to a few of my friends, as well as you, the listeners. And so we'll get some of those responses this week. But first, before we actually decide that it's going to take just a little too long to prepare in regards to like douching, etc. So you end up just blowing off that hot jock top, never to hear from him ever, ever again. First, let's hop into this week's re-expose. Welcome to this week's re-expose, the segment in which I take the time to reassess, re-examine, re-explain, restart over, or just re-say shit that I said in past episodes that either you didn't fully understand, I didn't fully understand, you came for me and I felt like I needed to readdress, or once I re-listened through for an edit, I was like, oh, God, what the fuck? What was I even trying to say there? (laughs) Oh, Jesus, what a goddamn mess. That definitely merits a (laughs) re-expose. Okay, you guys, listen. So last week's expose in San Francisco, the gym is gay church. I had so much fun, I have to say, just full on completely making fun of myself. I mean, listen, if you take yourself seriously in life, then you're not living. There is nothing more rewarding than like being so confident in yourself as an individual that you can just so effortlessly and casually mock your own self at the gym and like how you're just not able to maneuver through that entire gym journey. Like, I literally am, yes, I'm that bad. I'm terrible at the fucking gym. I look like an idiot. I mean, I think in the expose, I stated that, you know, when I was in Sacramento the last time with friend of the show, Dorinda Kenny, and we went to her gym and she was like, all right, so let's go do some weights. And I was like, okay, great. Yeah, let's go do some weights. You know, the whole time I just knew that she was going to help me out with all of it. She basically was like, okay, so like what weight? limit can you start with? And I was like, I I don't know. Like, what are you going to start with? And then I'll just do five pounds lighter than that. And we both like had a good laugh over it. I mean, but that's really the entire dynamic of what it means for me to go to the fucking gym. Like, listen, the only thing I'm capable of doing flawlessly is running and that's it. And, you know, maybe fooling around in the gym showers. I'm pretty good at that shit too. (laughs) Oh my God. So, so many people chimed in last week, really just all sorts of questions. It was so fun. People saying that they loved it. They loved the different shift in dynamic of me just like mocking myself. It was just a really fucking good time. I even had one guy message me on Instagram. I I guess he's like a personal trainer from like, I think he said like Massachusetts or some shit like that. And he said that he would be willing to train me via Zoom to like show me some stuff so that I could actually 
you know, get back into the gym and start my shit and, you know, get my arms to not be scrimpy anymore and all of that bullshit. But, you know, as I stated in the expose, I'm just really not willing to pay like those like ridiculously high priced personal training moments and even like a fucking gym membership for that matter because they're just so goddamn high here in San Francisco. I just I just can't do it. I mean, at some point, I probably will revisit all of that. So whoever you are out there, stay tuned. (laughs) And I'll probably get back into the gym. But like for now, I'm perfectly fine with my little runs. And that's my current fitness moment. So there's that. So you guys, I have kind of a show announcement to make. Ugh, this is going to be a tough one. (laughs) Okay, so listen, I have a very dear friend of mine. Hold on, let me clear my throat. throat) Excuse me. Like just getting out of this whole like week long sick journey. It wasn't COVID just for the record, but I definitely got like a very aggressive like flu. So my voice isn't exactly as pristine as it normally is on the show. So please forgive me. Uh, So anyway, long story short, I have a dear friend. She works in like the public speaking realm in regards to like, so she's like a coach for people who do public speaking for a living. So basically what happened was she and I were talking and so I gave her a few episodes to listen to as sort of an assignment. I wanted her to like critique me Because, you know, I have some public speaking opportunities that are coming up in my near future that I can't talk about just yet. So stay tuned for all of that information. I'm so fucking excited. But also, you guys, I'm kind of terrified because basically, I mean, yeah, I can say anything I want. I could talk to anyone, anytime, anywhere. I literally sitting here in a studio hiding behind a microphone. And so I can run my mouth in any way I see fit. But when I'm doing it in a like full-blown audience, that scares the shit out of me. So I felt like maybe I could get some professional advice from her. So she pretty much gave me a long-ass list of notes, which, uh, rude. Because, <laughs> I mean, I really wanted her God-honest opinion. And she really gave me a little bit above and beyond her God-honest opinion, if I'm to be honest. But that being said, so she critiques not necessarily like the content that you're trying to produce per se. I mean, she will if she has to. But what she really just did for me was that she kind of like pointed out all of the like things that I would repeat on a regular basis. She definitely told me I needed to cool it on saying like my my likes. Like I say like all the time. I'm like, bitch, I'm from California. That's just going to be like there all the time. So that's not going anywhere. That is definitely not something I can correct. And if you don't like it, well, I don't like your Southern accent either. So let's just call it even. How about that? (laughs) So she pointed out a bunch of different things that she felt I needed to change. But one of the things that she sort of pointed out was that, well, two things in specific. The term that I reference to you, the listeners, in regards to the fact that I say you guys all the time And I realized after listening through a lot of my episodes, I really do. I say you guys all the time. Like it literally just falls out of my mouth. Like even my brother said to me one day, like you say you guys a lot. Like he was kind of making fun of me and I was kind of like, okay, well, fuck you. But I'm now realizing that that it's real. So you guys, (laughs) 
I'm going to work on that for sure. She also mentioned that you guys isn't necessarily so PC anymore in regards to addressing like a, a group that may not necessarily identify as a certain gender, you know, XYZ, carry the one, all of that stuff, or may identify as like not any one specific gender. So you guys is a very old school way of sort of, you know, addressing the male gender. But also I think it's sort of been embraced in the English language as referencing a group of people that isn't necessarily going for gender. So it just gets a little like weird and confusing. And so, you know, I decided that I'm just going to try to cut that out altogether. So if this might actually be a fun game, you guys. <laughs> like, see how often I use it on the show. From this moment moving forward, call in, message me, tell me how many times, count how many times I use the word, you guys. Like, literally, I, I this actually might help me correct that little thing. And so we'll see how that all plays itself out. But she also pointed out that another th- way that I address you, the listeners, is the term folks. Now, I think in my mind, I used the term folks because I felt like it was more of a safe way to address multiple genders, if that makes sense. But she pointed out that that's actually a term that is actually not being used as often any longer. And it really just makes somebody envision older people. And so I should just cut that completely out entirely. So that just kind of got stuck in my head. So here's what I'm going to do. So from this moment moving forward, and uh, I hate doing this because I think this is so stupid and cliche. You guys all know. Oh, look there. I just did it again. You guys, (laughs) this is going to take a while. Okay. So just bear with me. Also, she pointed out just as a side note that Kim Kardashian is the biggest offender of the term you guys and probably the reason why I say it kind of native to the California accent, I guess, so to speak. So That in itself was just full on enough information for me to be like, oh shit, Kim Kardashian abuses that. Then I'm definitely cutting that out of my vocabulary completely and entirely like in this moment. But anyway, that being said, there's a lot of podcasts out there in the podcast world that reference their listeners as something related to the show. So in other words, Like, for example, the Los Culturistas podcast that I listen to with Matt Rogers and Bo and Yang. I love that fucking show. I'm a huge fan. They reference their listeners as readers. Now, the thing is, is I just caught wind of this show about a year ago. And it's been going on for a very long time. So I don't even know why they call their listeners readers. But that's what they reference them as. And, you know, there's other shows. I listen to gay-themed shows all the time just to see if, like, I potentially could maybe possibly like them. And more often than not, I ended up like not liking them. But there was this other show. Let me just look look it up because I don't want to butcher the name that I just recently tried. And I literally only lasted for like 10 minutes. It's called Like a Virgin. And it's with the writer Fran. I don't know his last name. I forget what it is. But he was on a previous podcast. I liked that show. And this is a new podcast that he's doing with a friend of his It was super fucking boring. Don't waste your time with it. But the show, again, is called Like a Virgin. And they reference their listeners as virgins. Okay, I get it. Still, to me, I feel like that's super fucking stupid. So you know me, you guys. Oh, you guys, there it is again. (laughs) Oh my God, this is a fucking shit show. So pretty much what I'm going to do is I'm going to now, from this moment moving 
forward officially here on my gay expose podcast you the listeners are now going to be referred to as bossy power bottoms or hot jock tops because you know that i always like to do things just a little bit different so you have two options to choose from you can identify yourself as a hot jock top or a bossy power bottom and you know this i feel like will be a lot of fun when you call in on the official my gay expose podcast hotline you can tell me your first name what city you're living in or where you're from what pronouns you go by and if you identify as a hot jock top or a bossy power bottom and i feel like this is a good way to actually gauge the full-blown listeners who consider themselves to be loyal listeners and then I'll just know. And you know, I am building this huge community from this show. This is just the perfect time. I think the timing's right. Let's just fucking do it. So there it is, you guys. I know that was a very long-winded fucking explanation. So basically, from this moment moving forward, you will now be referred to as hot jock tops or bossy power bottoms. And I will be trying to completely cut you guys and folks out of my vocabulary. So Let's just see how all of this shit plays itself out. And (laughs) please forgive all of that fucked up mess. Let's just get on with the goddamn show. (laughs) So before we get my gay expose on this week's topic of conversation, that just so happens to have a, wait, is he really putting his clothes on already? I literally thought that we just got started. Themed undertone. First, let's get your gay expose. And this week, the question was asked to a few of my friends, as well as all of you hot jock tops and bossy power bottoms out there in your life. Have you ever experienced a selfish top moment? And if you have, explain. So let's get some of those responses now. Michael says, yes, he fucked me and only cared that he came. He then zipped up his pants and left before I even got the chance to get out of bed. (laughs) Well, it sounds like there was a very real agenda in this moment. (laughs) Philip says, are you familiar with the term top privilege? Well, that's a big part of it. Okay, so I thought top privilege was like in reference to like the fact that tops are always fucking lucky because they don't have to fucking douche. They don't have to watch what they eat. They don't have to do any of the hard shit in regards to what it means to be a bottom, I thought that was top privilege. Is being a selfish top part of that top privilege? I need to know. Juan said, I may or may not have been a selfish top once or twice in my past. Paul says, I'm a big fan of mutual gratification. Like if You really want me to suck your dick? Then you better fucking eat my ass. (laughs) Ma 
Mario says, I have definitely been a selfish top at times. <laughs> Thank you for publicly announcing your faults to the world. Us bottoms, we're fucking on to you. <laughs> Peter says, fuck selfish tops. <laughs> Brian says, I would like to counter your question with another. Don't you feel that if a top is selfish, it's usually because he's really bad at sex? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I guess. I, I, I Sure. <laughs> I don't think that's why they're being selfish because, I mean, I've had some really fucking good bang-out sessions that started solid and then suddenly ended in the sound of him zipping up his zipper. And I'm like, oh, we, we, we're done? Uh, okay, we're done. All right. So uh, I don't know. Maybe that's just the luck of your draw, Brian. <laughs> Lewis says, in my experience, if a top just wants to hook up and that's it, then they're almost always selfish. But if you're trying to date, trying to get to know, and trying to vest a relationship with somebody, then they tend to take a little bit more effort into making sure that you're pleased as well. Ian says, and you guys, before I read this answer, I pulled this one from Instagram. I just had to include it because, first of all, I didn't expect this angle. But second of all, I kind of love this answer. <laughs> All right, so Ian says as follows. I prefer a top to be selfish because to me, it's that much more hot. <laughs> Mark says, as somebody who identifies mostly as a top, I have to admit I have been selfish at times, although I don't always intend on being selfish before. I go into a sexual encounter, but it just depends on the chemistry between the bottom and myself. Matthew says, always. <laughs> and you know, here's the thing, you guys. Matthew identifies as a top. So is he confessing in this moment that he's a fucking selfish top always? Or is he saying that whenever he encounters a top, he's always selfish? Matthew, I need more information. <laughs> I think I know the answer to this question. <laughs> James says, aren't all tops selfish? <laughs> wow, I would really like to be a fly on the wall when you describe your sexual experiences. <laughs> David says, in my experience, tops are more selfish more often than they are unselfish. Kyle says, uh, that's a fucking duh, unfortunately. Maybe my bussy is just a mind-blowing experience. <laughs> I, I generally like to be loosened up a bit, you know? Like, warm me up. Is that too much to ask? But... More than a few times, it's just 
been a situation where he sticks it in and after some no rhythm thrusting, they're done. I don't get too upset about it though. It just makes the ones who know what they're doing that much more special. Sergio says, no, but I've had a selfish bottom. He didn't like to suck dick. Didn't know that until we started playing around and it totally changed the energy. <laughs> well, I guess if there's selfish tops out there, then there's bound to be one or two selfish bottoms floating around out there, don't you think? I wonder what the attributes to a selfish bottom are. I'm going to have to look into that a little bit more. <laughs> Kevin says, a top's a top. Selfish or not, I just want to get fucked. <laughs> and as usual, all of these answers are just one big giant cluster fuck of really just all over the place. And I have to say, you know, I didn't foresee us landing in the dynamic of like some of you coming out and admitting that you actually consider yourself to be a selfish top, even though some of you just said that you were guilty of it a few times, and some of you said that you almost always were, some of you even admitted that every sexual experience you had with a top was that of a selfish top, and then there was the one person who admitted that they prefer selfish tops and are into that because they think it's hot. You know, again, love it. Keep all of those answers coming, you guys. I love the responses that I get each and every week. And I couldn't have predicted them any better than they landed this week. And if you didn't get your answer read this week, don't worry. Just continue to follow on Instagram at Exposing My Gay. And remember, the funnier the answer, the more likely you'll be read live on the show. And you can also catch the weekly question just in case you missed the Instagram story on My Gay Expose podcast com each and every week and just click the listen tab and there you'll find it you can type anything you want i think it's an unlimited amount of characters just go for it fill it out submit it it's all there for you whenever you need and now let's get my gay expose and you'll find out all the reasons why i think the hotter the body the more selfish the top you guys, listen, I wanted to take this quick time out to ask you for a huge favor. I need all of you right now in this moment to go over to Apple Podcasts and click five stars. This helps us in the podcast world out so much more than you will ever know. It actually gets us to that trajectory that we're actually already on our way to just a little bit faster. And it makes things start happening. I really just need your help. Please, if you wouldn't mind, just go to Apple Podcasts, click five stars. And if you don't want to click five stars, just, well, keep that click to yourself. <laughs> but you can also rate five stars on Spotify too. So wherever you listen to your podcasts, please, I need your help. Click five stars and allow my gay expose podcast to get to that next best thing.
body, the more selfish, the top. This is a theory that I have created that I feel is very much a real thing in today's gay society. So allow me to explain what exactly I mean by this phrase. So I consider myself to be a pretty attractive guy. And I say pretty attractive because I don't feel like I'm like the hottest thing in this world. I definitely get my fair share of attention. And truth be told, if I were to put myself in a lineup of hot guys on a scale from one to 10, I mean, I'd probably give myself a six, maybe a seven, but probably more along the lines of a six. You know, in other words, I am an attractive guy. Clearly, I am myself. So I rip myself to shreds in regards to like my looks. And there are so many things on my physical body that I would change about myself if I could. But that being said, for some reason, you guys, I don't know what it is. I have a feeling it might have something to do with just my full-blown sense of just confidence in myself as an individual, you know, coupled with the fact that I don't give two flying fucks. Whenever I hit any guy up on Grindr, for some reason, I tend to attract like the nines and the tens of, you know, the San Francisco city. And so is never in a relationship type situation. It's almost always just a fucking grinder hookup. And I seriously don't know how this is. Like when I actually created that little phrase where I always say, you know, that hot jock top that you've been eyeing on your grinder grid for weeks and you can't believe that he hits you up on grinder because he's so far beyond out of your league. That's a regular occurrence for me pretty consistently. In fact, I actually have screenshot photos of guys on Grindr and sent them to my two best friends in like a group chat. Basically like, hey, I'm on my way to his house. He's going to fuck me kind of a thing. And one of my friends consistently questions it. Like he doesn't believe that I'm actually fucking the photo that I've presented to them. He thinks I'm like lying or something because the guy is so far beyond out of my league. But you guys... Again, I don't really know what it is, but for some fucking reason, I get that perfect, pristine hot jock top on a regular basis. So that being said, what I've learned is that many of these hot jock top encounters tend to end up being selfish top situations. So in other words, I do feel the hotter the body, the more selfish the top. Like, so in other words, the more perfect the body, the more like good looking the guy is in his facial features, etc. Uh, like that hot jock top guy is just guaranteed going to be a selfish top. In other words, he's going to bang you out. And then once he comes, that's it. He's not going to help you out. He's not going to allow you to come. He really just is putting up like his pants, putting on his shirt and like pointing you in the direction of his door. And I've had that happen to me so many times, you guys. It's not even funny to a place where I began to think that maybe it was San Francisco. But you guys, listen, I have fucked literally so many guys in the city of San Francisco that I really, truly feel I have a very fair compare and contrast in regards to like, you know, like the like hotness on a scale from one to 10 
uh, you know, guys that might be a little bit lower on that scale, they do actually tend to be a little bit more like conscious and caring about you getting off as well. It's like they'll get off, but they also want to make sure that you're getting yourself off too, to a place where I've actually had tops who come and then they sit there and wait until you come yourself before they do anything else. And it's just like, where, where is that sense of camaraderie in regards to the sexual encounter? Like, do you think that I spent my morning, like, three hours basically building a goddamn bottom boat just to come over to your fucking place, have you come in my ass after only, like, two minutes of sex, and then just leave? Like, what the fuck did I get out of that shit? Like, it's just such a selfish thing. So, you guys, listen. Urban Dictionary defines a selfish top as a top who makes sure he is pleased and only cares if he comes without getting the bottom off. So that is the definition of a selfish top. So that's kind of what we're rolling with here today in this week's expose. So you guys, listen, this happens so often to a place where now that I'm like in this world where I am so bold, candid, direct, and confident in myself as an individual, there's been moments where this specific situation is disclosed in the opening story where he starts fucking me and then he pulls out, pulls, starts putting his clothes back on and I turn around and I start to question, well, like, hey, what about me? Do you mind if I get off really quick? Do you want to help me out? Like, what do you think? And they just look at me like a fucking deer in headlights as if they just don't know what's going on in that moment. So I feel like there's several different reasons why tops tend to be selfish in today's gay society. I do fervently believe that porn has somewhat of a hand in sort of programming all of us to believe that it's okay for tops to be selfish. Like it's all about the top being pleased. Like the bottom's supposed to understand that if they're getting fucked, that that's what they deserve is just to get fucked and that's it. And it doesn't matter if they get off or not, that they're just there to please their top. I mean, how many times have we watched those movies where they like obviously are fucking and then they keep cutting through scenes and like the top's fucking the guy from behind. Then he's fucking the guy on his back. Then they like segue to a place where like now the top's just got the bottom on his knees and his dicks over the fucking, you know, bottom's mouth and his tongue's hanging out while he's jerking off and about to come all over his face. And that's the way the fucking porn ends. We never saw whether or not the bottom was getting off or like was able to get off or even did come off, come off, get off. (laughs) Uh, It's just, it's, I think it, we subconsciously are programmed to understand that that's the way a sexual encounter is supposed to be based on porn. Because if you think about it, Think back through all the movies that you've seen out there in the porn world. How many times have you seen the bottom come after the top comes? You know, I have to say, I am one of those like rare enigmas in life where I can come multiple times throughout a sexual session sometimes if, you know, it's like a really fucking hot sexual encounter. But the thing is, is like a lot of times I'll actually come before the top does in many cases. So I do feel a little lucky for that. And I am capable of actually, after I'm done coming, just continuing to let the hot jock top pound me out until he's ready to come. 
because I'm that good in the bedroom. <laughs> One of my friends, we actually had lunch the other day and we were kind of talking about sex in general. And he was asking me if like after I come, am I still able to get fucked? And I was like, oh, absolutely, 100%. And he was like, not me. I can't. Like, once I come, it's, I can't do anymore. I want it out of my ass. I just, that's it. I'm done. The end. I'm like, really? Wow. Okay, so I, I, so this apparently is like a thing for some people. So perhaps I get it. But like, that being said, I do feel that a lot of tops aren't really paying any attention to that specific dynamic of whether or not they even bother to care if the bottom's going to get off at some point. All they care about is getting their hot jock top rocks off. So, you know, that being said, the other situation I feel might be specific only to San Francisco, and as I've stated so many times on this show, is the fact that San Francisco is like swimming in a sea of bottoms. And so we're mostly all bottoms out here, you guys to a place where many bottoms here, friends of mine actually, have openly disclosed that there are so many bottoms that they have gone from a situation in their mind specifically where they only bottom and have forced themselves to transition into becoming like a verse bottom because they feel that their tops are so few and far between in SF that they have to like top sometimes just to make ends meet or just to get some or just to you know, find someone to fuck because, again, it's really hard to find the tops out there. But you guys, listen, that being said, if you're a top and you're living in San Francisco, that means you are in fucking heaven. You literally have the pick of the litter, so to speak. You can just go down that buffet aisle and just grab one at your leisure. And it's just... I feel like the tops here get programmed to be cocky like that. So that being said, because we all are bottoms here, when it comes to that moment where you're at that hot jock tops apartment and he's banging you out, he doesn't give a fuck because after all, you can just leave and then another bottom can come over and he could do the same thing. So on that aspect, I do believe in SF specifically, this is a situation where hot jock tops are just being more and more selfish because they're kind of allowed to be, if that makes sense. So that just pegs the question in my mind. Like, is this intentional? Is this selfish top thing intentional? Or is it just a situation where the guy just kind of feels it out for what it is? Because, listen, it's my theory. Once again, it's definitely that fucking theory where... The hotter the body, the more selfish the top. I'm convinced of it. And listen, I'm not here to hot people shame. That's not what this episode's all about. I'm basically just openly disclosing my personal experience based on the looks and the stature of like physical physique in an individual and how they act overall on average based on guys that aren't exactly the most pristine looking individuals in this world. So again, I'm not like claiming this as law. I'm just saying for all you hot tops out there, just know we're, we're getting this. We're watching you. We know that when we go over to your house and we've literally just spent the last like fucking 
morning getting ready to come over and make sure that we're prepared in the right way to fuck you and to please you, that you better fucking please me too. And you know, it's so funny. I have to say, I have started doing that in my own personal like hookup regimen. If I feel it's a moment where the hot jock top is actually pulling the selfish card and he's not going to even bother to try and get me off as well, then I'm just, my new thing is I just lay there on his bed and I just sit there and I jerk my fucking self off until I come, regardless of what he's doing. And there have been a couple of times where I see the looks on their faces and they're like, what the fuck's going on? Because think about it. Are you going to interrupt some dude who's jerking off on your bed? (laughs) This is just how my morbid and twisted mind works. So for all of you selfish hot jock tops out there, I want you all to know that we as bottoms, we're catching on and we fully understand that the hotter the body, the more selfish the top. And it is time for you to recognize that and go through the motions of making sure everybody involved in the sexual encounter is pleased. Because if you don't, well, we're just going to jerk off on your bed until we do. And I call that the Ronnie Washburn method. we learned today, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, gays and straights, selfish tops or bossy power bottoms, gender fluid and non-binary, bisexuals and lesbians, transgender and questioning. Well, I'd like to think we learned a whole hell of a lot or okay, at least at any rate you learned that there are selfish tops out there, you guys. So now you know that if you implement The Ronnie Washburn method, you can ensure that you can put all of this selfish top behavior to rest. (laughs) Bottoms, if we all band together and we all do the same thing, I'm sure that we can get rid of this whole entire dynamic known as that hot jock top who is so selfish in the bedroom. But I really just want to hear from you, the listeners, like, what the fuck do you think Give me a call at the official My Gay Expose podcast hotline at 415-501-0401. That's 415-501-0401. Call in, leave a message, and tell me what you think about the selfish tops out there. And what are some of the experiences that you've had with them? Oh, God. And with that, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Click five stars, follow on Spotify, and don't forget to turn on those notifications so that you can catch wind of each and every episode of My Gay Expose podcast right when it drops. Follow on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Exposing My Gay. And don't forget to check out the official show website, mygayexposepodcast.com. And there you'll find any information that you need to know about the show, including the official Your Gay Expose segment question of the week. 
And don't forget to check out Bossy Power Bottom Wear, the official show merch line at RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I Washburn.com. And pick your next piece for your next gay and or upcoming Pride-related event or just shit that you want to rock on the treadmill at the gym. And don't forget to join us next week for another messy, salacious, and relatable episode with me exposing my gay. I'm Ronnie Washburn, and I will jerk off on that hot jock top's bed until I come while he stares at me blankly with you next time. Expose has been brought to you by Bossy Power Bottom Productions. Want to know more? Go to bossypowerbottom.com and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with Bossy Power Bottom Productions.